What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of The Dime. As always, I've got my right-hand man, Kellen Finney, here with me. And this week, we've got a very special guest, Matthew O'Brien, managing editor, founder of 4PM. Matt, thanks for taking the time. How are you doing today? I've never been better, and I appreciate the invitation. Yeah, we're excited to dive in. Kellen, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Just enjoying the summer out here in Colorado. Take us through the approach from a day-to-day standpoint. You know, when you sit down, you're like, all right, I'm going to write about this topic. How do you kind of go through that process? So. My sort of trade secret is that the first three hours of my day is really just looking at every single publication in the industry itself, you know, using platforms like Reddit, using platforms like LinkedIn, Twitter, just trying to get a sense and kind of get my pulse on like, what are people talking about? What's, what's happening in the industry from a sort of global perspective? And then for the next hour thereafter, it's really just about refining, like, what do I want to talk about? Putting myself in the shoes of a cannabis professional. And then, yeah, from there, it's really just about me writing it in such a way whereby when someone receives this, they want to open it. They're able to understand what I'm saying. There's no corporate bullshit. We're just telling it exactly how it is. The one I wanted to dive into today was one that I thought was really interesting, the built by the bud tender theory. Can you kind of shed some light on that, what that means and kind of how that came about? If you're a bud tender, you're on the ground, you're having conversations with consumers on a day-to-day basis. You actually understand what's happening in cannabis a lot of time, very far ahead of time before it'll ever arrive at any of these people's desks. So my perspective is that I think there will be many very successful cannabis companies built by bud tenders based upon the insights we start gathering in lifetime. And that really sort of speaks to how long it takes for these insights to arrive on these people's desks. And I think even when they do, they don't really understand it for what it is because they don't understand the industry. And the only way you're going to understand the industry is to understand a consumer. And my perspective is that if you want to understand a consumer, work in a cannabis retail store for you know a week at the very least, ideally a little bit more than that, take the time to understand what consumers want and then work back from there. How does Bud Tender, who's being kind of pushed with management to push a certain type of product, but knows internally this other product is probably best for his customer, like how does he balance that perspective when dealing one-on-one with these customers? I think it's really just an individual question. Like personally, when I was a Bud Tender, I actually had to leave the first store I worked with because I kind of clashed heads with the manager on the basis that to the very point you just made, he was asking us to recommend products, which he himself was telling us he would never smoke. I think it honestly just comes down to, do you believe in yourself? Do you believe that if you leave the store, you're going to be able to get employment elsewhere? I personally think that the best bulb tenders are in very short supply, and I don't think any of them will ever have difficulty gaining employment elsewhere if the store they're working with isn't actually willing to implement an approach whereby they put the customer first. How to build trust and to blend the education and the experience between the consumer and the bud tender. How does a bud tender kind of blend the educational level of understanding the consumer and how to communicate that information? I think you got to pick your battles. Like it's a lesson on it the hard way, which is that no two cannabis consumers are the same. In certain incidences, the customer is always right. You're not trying to completely change someone's perspective and that single encounter you're having. Assume that you're going to have 10, 15 encounters with this customer And in each one of those encounters, provide them with a small snippet of information, which over time will accumulate to change their perspective on the subject. Why Canada is becoming increasingly irrelevant in cannabis. Can you kind of expand on that? Yeah, it's a a rather controversial viewpoint, but I think Canada became the sort of darling of the cannabis industry by lack of choice. And to sort of expand upon the point that cannabis is becoming, or Canada is becoming increasingly irrelevant. We all know it's only a matter of time until such point as the U.S. legalizes cannabis on a federal level. It's going to happen. 68% of Americans are now in favor of the legalization. And at that point in time, we're going to quickly realize that a lot of the early capital that came into cannabis shouldn't have actually been invested in those Canadian companies. They should have been a little bit more patient and they should have just decided, okay, what is the right play? 
Uber CEO coming out and saying they're going to consider cannabis. The Amazon, which is big, big news. The NFL, the recent news with the Olympian. Matt, like all these massive companies don't have to make these proclamations. Why are they doing this? I think they all know what we know, which is that inevitably the cannabis industry is a, is a trillion dollar industry. Any predictions on next big company to, to kind of make an announcement coming in? I think Google is going to make some pretty big announcements in the not so distant future. I've had conversations with creators on YouTube, which is a wholly owned subsidiary of Alphabet, which is the parent company of Google. And they have said in private that Google or uh, Alphabet rather is actively reaching out to them, offering monetization on the platform for the very first time. What that suggests to me is that the current conundrum of cannabis companies not able or being uh, in it, their, their inability, I should say, to access programmatic advertising capabilities of YouTube and all the other platforms which are under the Alphabet umbrella, I think that's going to change. And that gets very interesting for companies like Leafly and Weedmaps, because albeit their advertising capabilities are sophisticated, they are nothing in comparison to that of Google. So I think they're going to be the next big company that makes an announcement on that. I think they're going to follow Apple as a starting point in that they're going to allow cannabis marketplace apps to actually sell cannabis through the apps that have been listed on the Amazon store. I think the next step is they're going to make a more sort of broad announcement that Canadian cannabis companies are allowed to advertise on their platform. And then pending the federal legalization of cannabis in the state, I think then U.S. operators will then be able to access their platform. Cultured cannabinoids. What do you mean by that? What culture cannabinoids are is a completely different alternative to the existing supply chain that we have in place. So what culture cannabinoids are is effectively we're using fermentation tanks and we are using a approach whereby we are effectively using biosynthesis to produce cannabinoids. Where this gets very, very interesting and uh, Ben, who is the, the CEO of a company called Salibra, completely blew my brain on this topic because I, I was completely against the idea that the approach which he presented to me is that they're going to be able to produce these cannabinoids at about 10% the cost of what it currently costs today to produce cannabinoids. And better yet, they're going to be able to produce each and every one of those 180 cannabinoids I referenced. Now, what that does, in my humble opinion, is that it completely changes the game. At that point in time, it is no longer a cannabis industry. It's a cannabinoid industry. Where are we from a time frame that you think it'll be more commonly understood of this cultured cannabinoid? Based upon the information that I've been provided, I think five years is a pretty good timeline. Your biggest misconception since you've been in the cannabis space? My biggest misconception is that we're all in the industry for the same reason. This assumption that there is a culture of cannabis. I think there is many cultures of cannabis. I think that for myself, I'd like to think I'm part of the culture of cannabis whereby I am much more interested in our patients receiving access to cannabis versus that of our companies making profits from the plant. I think that the new sort of cohort of people coming into cannabis are much more interested in cannabis from a commercialization standpoint. And that's not to say that I'm not. I am deeply interested in what's happening from a commercialization standpoint. But if I was to sort of define the, the culture of cannabis that I sort of recognize, it is this idea that, you know, we are a community, we are collectively seeking to change the world for everyone's best interest. My assumption was that everyone sort of shared those ideals. I think I've quickly realized that, as I said, there are many different cultures of cannabis. You could sum up your experience into a main takeaway or lesson learned to pass on to the next generation, what would that be? Play the long game. This industry is just getting started. And I think there's a lot of people who commit this industry with the intention of making a quick buck. I think this industry is going to change the world in ways which we can barely begin to even estimate. And honestly, I think if you're, you're in this industry and you're willing to play the long game, you will be significantly rewarded as a result of that. Matt, what do you think is the most important item for a consumer to know about themselves prior to asking a bud tender for a recommendation? The cannabis affects everyone differently. 
if, if we want to change the conversation away from the Indica Sativa economy, that singular piece of information is enough to completely turn the industry on its head in terms of you know phasing that out of its existence. Matt, before we so, wrap, where can our listeners get in touch with you? I'll link up everything in the show notes. If you want to reach out, I'd say do it on LinkedIn or Twitter. Alternatively, funny enough, I probably receive less messages on Twitter. So if I was like sort of reverse engineering myself, I'd say that's probably the best place to reach out to. I'll probably respond to you faster on there versus that on LinkedIn just because like so many messages of people pitching me services I don't want on LinkedIn such that I've kind of reached the point in time whereby I filter a lot of that out. But um, yeah, if you want to check out 4PM, it's just F-O-U-R-P-M.co newsletter we send out every single day uh, with the exception of some if there's no news to report. But um, yeah, LinkedIn, Twitter, probably the two best platforms to, to reach out on. Yeah, I would definitely recommend it for everyone out there that's listening. It's well worth the read and it's not too long. If you're one of those where ah, I don't really have time to read, you can quickly skim through it. And sometimes if I'm looking for an rush, I just go right down because I'm just looking for Matt's take on it. So I definitely recommend it. Thanks for your time, Matt. Appreciate it. Look forward to talking to you soon. My absolute pleasure. Appreciate the invitation, Jess. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, y'all. I'm Joe, host of Casually Baked the Podcast. If you're curious to explore the highly responsible side of cannabis, farming, and legalization, I'm here to help lighten the stigma and build your can of confidence. Download episodes now of Casually Baked the Podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And journey with me through the evolving cannabis culture and discover how and why people like you are adding cannabis to their wellness toolkit. It's time to get casually baked.